Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. I haven't thought of anything better to say. That was a slightly lascivious intro. Was it? Something about your tone. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. Is that better? That was flippant. (laughs) I can't help you then. (laughs) We'll just jump into news. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's talk about this. A Swedish designer has come up with an alternative to dialysis as he's invented a console that literally takes the piss at (laughs) $3,416. What I don't understand, why is it in like a... An egg. Pretension. Um, so this is this is some guy who makes fantastically unnecessarily expensive retro consoles. Uh, this one plays NES and Famicom games and outputs at 1080p, much like many other alternatives. But this costs three thousand four hundred and sixteen dollars because it's I'm got trying, a I'm glass. I'm trying to find out what pure bubble. means. Uh... That's what it's called, the pure P Y U A, and apparently he's Swedish. Right. I I I I hate him. <laughs> I, you kind of hate him though because it's kind of awesome. It looks very nice. It is very being nice. that it is a white plastic box with I don't know what I'm assuming that's Japanese writing on the front. Seems to be that's not Swedish. That's not Swedish writing. No, they no. use letters. I, I don't, don't know. They? Yeah, they use letters. Yeah. Uh, as opposed so, to the Japanese who use pictures of things that are pictures of things that they're no longer pictures of. Exactly, which is useful. So th- that, I don't know what that says. Maybe it says Nintendo. Maybe it says Maybe. that word that we don't know what it means in Japanese. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's 3000 I don't know if I've said this, $3,416. <laughs> and he's made 50 of them. Look, I can knock you something up similar in a Raspberry Pi. For like maybe sixty quid. But will so, yours have a glass dome? No, it will to not. Which, to you know a force field to uh, in which to protect your precious NES <laughs> and Famicom cartridges. It's you know horrible. what it looks like. You, you know a Master Chef when you get they sort of get wanky with all the um, food stuff, and then they have those cloches that they sort of pipe smoke into. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I haven't watched Master Chef since Grossman left. It's garbage. I hate it. It's my least favorite show on television. Or is it the, no, that, that implies there's a favorite show. It is the show I hate the most okay. on television. It's so far up its own ass. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it, yeah. Because food is... Oh, don't, oh, it's one of my, one of my favorite... My dad's favorite bugbears, that is. is like when someone comes on and says, my food's all about flavor, which my dad always shouts, well, what the fuck else is it meant to be about then? So, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've encountered one of my dad's favorite uh, irritants. And, and the people are like, oh, this is my take on a Sunday lunch. What? Sorry, you mean you've ruined Sunday lunch? That That's what that means, doesn't it? You. Ugh. And this is the console equivalent of MasterChef. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I thought it was quite snazzy. I would never have one, obviously. Actually, more than anything, I think I like the uh, the case that for carrying your cartridges. It's just a square box. It's I a square like box. It. I'm, I'm not being funny. I think you could probably, if you just don't care about the thing actually playing games, I well, think you could probably build something like this for under 40 quid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I did. A Ferrero did. Rocher box and and a margarine tub. That's, Put it on that's, Blue Peter. Yeah. 
Oh, they should do home. that. They would, oh, if if do you know what? If we had like a budget for content production and stuff <laughs> like this, I would blow some of it on getting Anthea Turner in to do a Blue Peter style how to make one of these on your own, like Tracy Island. Was Anthea Turner on Blue Peter? Yeah. Yes. Was she? All oh, right. I never knew. She made, She did the Tracy Island thing. All oh, right. Only only make they've ever done twice. Yeah. Mm. It was so popular. That was my era of uh, Blue Peter watching. So yes, I remember. I remember that on the on the day. I remember it as well because we're old. Yes, we are. But you know, if you just want to play Nintendo games, oh yeah, there there even you know even talking about playing from the the cartridge, which I, I totally get as a thing. I'm not saying I'll just get a, a Raspberry Pi, whatever. It's this, you know. There probably there probably is a way to um, you know build it. You know, it's a simple look. It's minimalist. Uh, the case designed to say, say the least. But yeah, you probably find a way to get some sort of because in type some kind of like adapter that allows you to take a Raspberry Pi to accept cartridges. Yeah, probably. I haven't looked into this. I'm speculating wildly. I'm just but, typing uh, the word. I want. I was just typing the word Hyperkin into uh, Amazon to see what you can get at what price. Mm. And it, yeah, oh, you might have to spend upwards of £50. Wow. Yeah, wow. instead of uh, $3,000. Just make more of them, mate. Just like, honestly, if it's that big a deal. Anyway, well, this kind of ties into the next story, which <laughs> is the uh, analog of announced the, the, what is it called? The, Se- uh, the, the Mega SG. The Mega which is SG. The, the Sega equivalent to their previous uh, console, the, the Super NT. I have every intention of pre-ordering one of these. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> you have been going on and on about wanting a, a Mega Drive? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, and apparently this will do Mega Drive, pretty much everything prior to the Saturn. So Mega Drive, much. Master System... Uh, all of like the weird proto master systems that that Sega uh, knocked out before the master system came along. I always think of that as their first console, the master system, but they actually had like so two do I. beforehand. Yeah, uh, with weird, you know, massive, many digited uh, names. Uh, but yeah, this comes. Uh, this does all of them. Uh, it'll even hook up to. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, the uh, the Sega CD, although apparently not the 32X. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I can. And it with comes that. with 8-bit dual controllers, which you know, hard to hard to complain. Nice. And and I've I you know on seeing those controllers, sort of said to myself, if I don't get the console, I still want one of those controllers yeah. for playing emulated Mega Drive games with. They they is sexy. Do you know what? It's a problem with the Mega Drive under emulation is that you really need something that's a Mega Drive controller. Because it has those three button layout at minimum. You know, some games use, you know, six buttons, but it's the weird layout of them, whereas yeah. all other consoles sort of since use the, the diamond of four buttons. Yeah, it makes it difficult to play. I mean, obviously yeah. you can map those buttons to something that has an xbox controller layout but it's not as it's not really usable it's difficult Mm -hmm. um analog made these they started off making really high-end uh snes 
consoles, which were like four or five hundred dollars and had gold in them and, and stuff like that. The Super NT that they only just came out uh, has had rave reviews. Yeah. A lot of people are saying it's like the best way to play uh, classic Nintendo yeah. uh, games uh, on a modern TV with, you know, minimal uh, minimal input lag and stuff like that. And and so this seems pretty much like a no-brainer. I mean, honestly, I was into it when I heard it was just a, a Mega Drive in the style that they'd done, in the, in the same way that they'd done the Super NT, because I kind of wanted a Super NT as well, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. Then they added the controller to it. It's definitely need that. And then they said, and here are lots of adapters we're going to sell at $10 each, so it will play Master System and Game Gear games. It's like, really, I, I can't get one of these fast enough. $190? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And they, it, I, I just think it looks really cool. It's it? a really sort of, I don't, again, minimalist uh, take on the original Genesis slash Mega Drive design. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just a nice shaped thing. It it looks gorgeous. Yeah. So and you know the great 1080p output. I've seen, you know, well they published footage from it playing all kinds of games. Yeah. Um, Do they use their own like emulator or something? Right. This is the bit that blows my fucking mind. Right. It's a system called FPGA, right. and what FPGA? The, the that's a type of microchip. And they are a generic, all-purpose microchip that you buy cheaply and right. then configure yourself to emulate other microchips. Right, okay. So they're basically blank chips that you can make be any other chip, within reason, obviously. They're like women with low self-esteem. There you go. And so... Uh, oh, what, I love what Jenny. The, what Jenny the, used to make pasta like this. If only you made pasta like Jenny could. That's that's abuse. But <laughs> uh, so what it means is they're not actually this. This isn't emulation. This is exact Mega Drive. Right. It, it's just that they're chips that are configured to be those other chips. And so when they say that it uses like an original Yamaha sound chip, it kind of technically is. Right. So it's but, sort of as a pub where emulation is like software cloning. This is more hardware cloning. Yes. In a way, it's closer. It, yeah. 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 Um, and, and so that, that just as a thing, it intrigues me. I think that, that's so, so incredible that you can buy in theory what is a blank microchip and make it be anything you want it to be. In, in this case, a Mega Drive, previously uh, a SNES. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they can obviously do this with anything. Uh, so I, I would look forward to other things coming from them. And so as a result, the emulation or running these games is absolutely perfect. Mm. It, it's not close. It's exactly it. <laughs> uh, and yet output at 1080p. I, doesn't it have an SD card slot so that it Probably, might, I might think run so. other things? And that's Just a, if you happened to want to, you know, yeah. have your homebrew. <clears throat> yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Not that it's difficult to break the copy protection on Mega Drive games. The system's like, oh, God, it's about 30 years old now. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts me. Um, I mean, they're even talking about implementing the 32X in FPGA, just so you'd have some chips in there that today they're pretending to be a 
32x mm. and you could have that change on the fly i believe that's not the perfume jenny used to wear mm. <laughs> you see so uh why don't you just go out with jenny again if that's well you so know, this is you know they never I'm... find jenny <laughs> they never will mm-hmm. finish your pie <laughs> you knew me too well i know i know um Good. and and so i'm so excited about this this console very much so it's i just i just love the look of it and you know i agree at it anything that it but do teams with it's like yeah these guys have a seal of approval yeah they do they they absolutely do so it's all good here this is this is all good everything says go for this i can't see a uh, is there a price yet 190 dollars 190 okay it's you know so it's high end but it's you know yeah it's not stupid it's not three thousand whatever you know it's just and and when you count into sort of i try to look at it in how, how much use are you going to get what's your hours of gameplay that are potentially here and to be fair something that plays the complete mega drive master system and game gear collections is that's that's potentially quite a lot of use yeah i would say so plus knock you know what is 40 odd quid for the the price of the controller off it, it's even more reasonable Absolutely. We're really trying to rationalize this. There's really uh, no reason yeah. not to buy it, if I'm Absolutely. honest. The, if you it, have money, that, yeah. Yeah. And and if not, well, there's a lot of old people in Howarth. Mm. So, you know, they're very trusting and slow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's the thing I'm looking forward to. Um, in other news. Oh, did I put this? yeah it's suddenly not exciting now i'm looking at it again i think nintendo i think they're getting a bit lazy with the uh the bundle you know yeah. limited edition thingies so this is nintendo have announced there will be a, Di- a diablo 3 eternal collection special edition switch which is basically just a switch with some transfers Etching. on the dock yeah and bit... on the back of the switch itself uh, right it's the back of the switch it's literally a part you never see. It's either facing away from you while you're playing with it, or it's facing away from you because it's in the dock. Yes. It's not like, you know, at least with the the uh, the 3DS and stuff, because of the clamshell design, you know, yes, you don't see that bit while you're playing it, but when you close the case, you can see the design. And uh, do you know what? At least with the, the 3DS, uh, the buttons and controls are themed with the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas this, this is, is just grey Joy Cons, which I this, I I, yeah. I I see the grey Joy Con switch as the most joyless thing in gaming. I was te- I'm really annoyed that they uh, the the grey and the the red and uh, blue one have equalised the price. There was a time where the grey one was a bit cheaper, and I was looking at it thinking, huh, but I could get the grey one. And then put they, my own shell on them. They were never meant to be differently priced. That would just be somebody who's ended up with too many grey ones. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a, probably just a supply and demand. Everyone just wanted the, the yeah. red and blue ones. See, but I, they've equalized now. The Pokemon Go special editions, that I yeah. would be, you know, if I was into Pokemon Go and needed the Switch, different colored Joy-Cons, I think, wasn't the thing itself yellow or something? I'm uh, not sure now I've said it out loud. I'm not sure. But no, the definitely... Joy-Cons were, but I just had this that transfer on the back as well. Right, yeah. 
that's that's much more of a special edition than this. I I wouldn't want. It does have a Diablo three edition carrying case, though. I suppose they could yeah. have at least put some burgundy Joy Cons on it or something. I know, right? Yeah. Like, how much it work cannot, is that? Yeah, it cannot be. It's changing the color of the plastic in the, you know, the machine <laughs> that you know injects into the mold. That's all this is, but. Harney feels like these are just, they're not actually expecting huge sales numbers of these. Well, it, but, it's, do you know what? It's the same, bar the game, as the Super Smash Brothers Special well, Edition. That only has like the, the, the transfers on it. Yeah, and it does have the design. Again, it has the transfer, it has a design on the Joy-Cons, but it's such a shit design, and it's so low effort. And it's bizarre because it's fucking Smash Brothers. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna sell yeah. a million of them, but put in some fucking effort, guys. You would think just some colored joy. If I were Nintendo, I would release oh maybe three pairs of colors every year. Yeah, and not and I'd be really mean and discontinue all the other ones when I did it. Oh, nasty, nasty, rich. Yeah. I'm just thinking like Nintendo there. But yeah, every year there'd be three, maybe four or five. Every big game, just get them out there. Yeah. It's what Apple do with the watch straps. They have they have a new selection of colors every season and discontinue the old ones when the new hmm. ones come out. And there are people who just collect all of them. And, you know, with this being a Nintendo console, you would be able to see pictures on the internet of people's houses with... 42 different Joy-Cons. Yeah, absolutely. And Pristine sort of condition. Thing. Yeah. They'd sell them all. There'd be no yep. problem. And if you're discontinuing old ones, then it you don't need to retool anything. Just change the die you're putting in the plastic today. I, That's what I'd do anyway. Hmm. God, we got a lot of mileage out of that. I, I am kind of... I might try Diablo 3. I've never played a Diablo game. Uh, yeah, me neither. So... Uh. Might give this one a go. There seem to be a lot of people that are really excited about it. Uh, Diablo, Diablo. So I'm guessing this is a collection of all the games because oh no, it's Diablo. Uh, the three is like part of the the light shafts in the background of the logo. I thought yeah. that was just Diablo Eternal collection. But they just have a poorly designed logo. Uh- <laughs> yes, that's it. It is. It's just <laughs> Diablo three. That's what it is. But I, I think it's was- got like uh, DLC and stuff like that. I've just seen yeah. the game isn't even in the box. It's a download. Yeah, that's again. That's what they're doing. That's what everything is doing these days. Mind you, Nintendo have done this for a while. Mm-hmm. They they do it with the 3ds and and so on. So they've even know. done it. Yeah, the yeah. There's been Pokemon games where they've released versions which did not have the cart inside. It was just a download code. Yeah, so you can have the box. Yeah, just put the game in the box. Just... Anyway, I'm dumping the Switch soon. <laughs> are you <laughs> yeah yeah because uh i don't know if you noticed but the huawei mate 20x is coming out soon and uh as they said the name sounds like a coded message designed to trigger a sleeper agent it does a bit doesn't it huawei mate 20x this is next thing you know the french ambassador is dead <laughs> oh, you can't make that joke anymore because odds are the French ambassador will be dead tomorrow. So someone will kill the French ambassador. I don't know. Maybe. Um, so the <laughs> Huawei Mate 20X is a gaming phone. Oh, boy. and 
And oh, back to 2008. Yes. No, or further. When was the... Hang on. When was the Engage? The Engage. Yeah. I have to look up the Engage. Engage was... Oh, no. Somebody's called their company the en- Engage. The Engage was eternal. The Engage always 2003. was. 2003. That 2003. That's my, why I judge eternal. Eternity. Works for years. Works yeah. for me. It's so, longer than I intend to live. <laughs> The the Mate 20X is, as Huawei have said, better than the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it costs just $1,000, um, which is a lot for a console. Yeah, it's a lot for a phone. <laughs> it's a lot for most things. Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, a can lot. I just, can, I, can I just ask a question, just straight up from the beginning? Why, if I, if I had a thousand pounds and I'm like, I must buy something to play games on immediately, why would I buy this as opposed to the thousand pounds that basically could buy all three major consoles and some games if I was a prudent shopper? The reason well, you would do that you, you might have been dropped as a child stupid. onto yep, your head. There you, go. Um, you might be suffering from a, maybe a short term mental illness or maybe a very serious long term mental illness. There could be some any sort number of, of carbon reasons. monoxide poisoning. Yeah, that could be a uh, thing. That might cause it, you know, uh, that wears off, but. You know, if you leave the house, but you might be ordering from within the house online. Mm. Oh, oh, maybe you were raised by a scientist on a tropical island and have only just come to the mainland for the first time and oh, seen so that feasible. there are video games like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Twins. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a thing. Other yeah. than those reasons, I I don't know why you would do that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's uh let's go over the specs of this because they're quite special i think in many ways uh mm-hmm. it is a 1080p screen which is actually quite low for a phone but yep admittedly better than the 720p screen that is currently on the nintendo switch it is a 7.2 inch screen compared to the 6.2 inch screen but just let's take a minute to consider putting a 7.2 inch screen phone in your pocket or or just living with that yeah at all uh and that's before you attach to one side not to both to one end of the phone a sort of joy-con-esque joystick slash d-pad affair it's essentially a left joy-con it has it seems to have one button uh a d-pad and a control stick so what that essentially means is that any games that are made for this are going to have to have special programming so that it can accept both that controller while also having to receive the button inputs on the screen through yes. your finger. Yeah. So developers are going to have to develop specifically for this. They are indeed. Now, which yeah, the, mm-hmm. no, this, that does bring us rather neatly <laughs> to the the subject of games because you know, as everybody knows, if you're going to get a Nintendo Switch, you're going to play games like Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart, Super Mario Odyssey, got right through to Wolfenstein and Skyrim, and you, yeah. you know, we know what games are available for the Switch. Whereas this Huawei phone, of course, runs Android games. Yeah. Now, uh, this is the thing. Phones <laughs> of the past several years, you know, the past five years, even, easily comparable to a lot. You know, the specs-wise, the Switch ain't nothing special. What kind of made it special was 
that it's a Nintendo device. Yeah. And Nintendo yeah. have relationships with game developers uh, as opposed to app developers. And uh, yeah, so trying to compete with Nintendo on specs, it's like trying to compete with Tyson on tattoo design. It doesn't matter. He's going to rape you. Yes. <laughs> That's, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. You can't fight <laughs> Nintendo on spec. Because no. they, they aren't playing that game. They're exactly. playing a totally different game. <laughs> They've already, they, they released a product that was beaten on spec by stuff that had come out three years previously. Yeah. They don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, um, you have to beat them on games. And Huawei, you're not making an attempt to do this. Yeah. Um, so I thought that because oh. as we were talking with regards to developers supporting the controller, Apple can't get game developers to support their controller API. And their Apple. And their Apple on iPhones. What do yeah. you reckon the chances are of an Android game developer supporting this phone? Yeah. Uh, the one interesting thing about this, though, uh, you know, it's sort of it's sort of laughable that they did this, you know, directly advertising themselves against uh, <laughs> the switch. The switch. But it did it did actually make me think uh, specifically when, you know, the screen size and uh, the the pixel density. It made me think of some of the difficulties the switch might face in the uh, hypothetical future update of the switch, because if when you look at the that first photo, what you realize is the switch has a lot of bezel on it. It does There's a lot of space around that screen. Yeah. So if they were to make a bigger screen and you know manage to get rid of that bezel, they're they're not going to up the pixel count because that you know will hurt performance, which is something they don't want to do. You know they're they're quite they're already struggling you know with a lot of ports and stuff to make sure that they can you know get decent performance out of it. So they can't up pixel count, and if they just stretch the screen with the same seven twenty pixels, it's going to look worse because the pixels gonna be bigger thing is though i think that first of all switch games will run at 1080p in the dock in the dock and the reason that they don't in handheld mode isn't just the screen it's a power saving thing yeah um and so i would assume that if they're going to a new model of, of switch altogether that has this either higher res or bigger screen I, I think they're going to get power savings from elsewhere or increase battery size. If they switch to, allow... to an OLED screen, they might get better. Yeah. Better the, battery life. The, you know. There are ways, I think, that they could comfortably put a 1080p screen in a in a Switch. Mm. Um, especially, you know, if it's running faster, then it's not... If, if, the, if it's got a more powerful processor, then it's not working as hard to do stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and so on and so on. Um, it will be know. very interesting to see what they do. Because now that they're being threatened by Huawei, they're going <laughs> to yeah. need to pull something out of the back. Yeah, right. there was an emergency meeting at Nintendo over this because they all wanted to laugh at it together. That's yes, I I'll... mean, yeah, they're showing they you know they they don't want to have to compete with Arena of Valor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you what do you reckon, lads? So over under units sold of the Huawei, um, I'm going to put it at fifteen hundred. <laughs> over under, what do you reckon? Because I, I might. Under? I don't know what phone numbers are like these days. I mean, quite possibly. Quite po- I it, It's a realistic thing. They might get into the tens of thousands. Hmm. 
Uh, can, I, but... can I just say, if, if anyone's listening to this and is seriously considering buy, purchasing one of these, could you instead maybe consider sending the money you would have spent on this to me? Because I will use it and yeah. I will have a lot more fun with it than you will. Uh, so, you know, I'll... PayPal details, and uh, I will live stream all the fun I'm having with uh, the money you would have otherwise wasted on this. I, I will go as far as to say that if you can, if you if you're going to buy this, you shouldn't have that money. Yeah, that, I mean, that, here's the thing: that, if you, that goes, you don't deserve. If you it. have a if you have a a hot grand to drop on a phone, this isn't even a good choice in that it's category. It well, yeah, it's like the closest competitors to this are the new iPhones. Or the uh, the new Galaxy uh, Tab, whatever one they're on now, which you know, while they aren't, you know, while the, while this uh, the Mate Twenty X may be better than a Switch, it is not better than those two phones. Yeah. So. Well, I just think it's incredible that you could. I mean, like I say, you could for that money, you could buy all three major consoles and some games, and if you were. You know, a bit of a haggler. You could probably get a whole, a decent phone to ring people while you're doing it for all that same amount of money. Yeah, easily, absolutely. I mean, it's boggling to me. Uh, yeah. One thing we haven't mentioned: they're also bragging about battery life because the switch gets three, which they've decided it gets three point zero three hours. Oh, they're comparing it hey. on uh, Legends of Valor or something. Right. Yeah, Arena, okay. yeah, Arena, Arena of Valor. Well. What? A, yeah. So playing that game, the Switch gets 3.03 hours of battery life, and the phone gets 6.67 hours of battery life. The important Which is an thing annoying there, number. It, it is, uh, but the, the important thing to remember is that when that battery runs out, your phone is dead. Yeah, So that, yeah, you are now at the mercy of the killer who's in the house. Yeah. Well, yeah, and how um how much of that time is spent waiting for cooldown timers uh for your uh, energy to renew so you can continue the game that you exactly. paid for already? Um, you really, you know, there are situations you really don't want to be left without your phone. Jenny learned that. I'm pretty sure she learned that. I'm beginning to sp- suspect Jenny's real. It's yeah. can't prove it's too much thing. information about it. So I don't think that phone is going to do all that well. No, but they've they've at least you know they've given us a, an amusing, an amusing story to tell. Yes, they have. But speaking of Apple not getting people to use their controller API, Microsoft <laughs> has pulled the plug on Minecraft on Apple TV. I didn't know the Apple TV was still a thing. I know you yeah, have one, but I'm guessing it's an old one. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. I have the old one because they didn't really... Do they make a new one? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, just looking okay. them up now, but I've foolishly gone to Amazon who don't sell them. That's correct. I always forget about that. Yeah, me too. And then I've missed the slash off the UK. Okay, I'm just terrible today. <laughs> Let's see, what do they make? They make the Apple TV and the Apple TV 4K, and everybody in the world but Tim Cook and Johnny Ive hates the remote. <laughs> okay. And... Yeah, they're not that bad a thing, to be perfectly honest. I mean, if you want to watch 4K HDR movies that you've already bought on iTunes, they're great for that. And they did basically just do a thing where they went, hey, you know all those movies you've already bought? Well, now they're 4K HDR. Nice. Okay, great, yeah. So, you know, if I got a 4K TV, I would get one of these with it. Uh, but other than that, I'm not that interested it, it doesn't in terms of watching tv we're cool with the playstation really uh but it does play games and it did play minecraft and it turns out 
nobody ever played Minecraft, which is... I'm so... Sorry, I'm just having one of those Apple moments. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I looked up... Uh, I wanted to see the Apple TV controller. Just to see what it, I, I assumed it would be just, you know, the, you know, like every controller, the ripoff of the Xbox controller, which, you know, to be fair, it is. But I, it brought up the uh, Apple TV accessories page and the remote loop. The remote loop. The remote loop keeps <gasps> your Siri remote safely tethered to your wrist so you don't have to worry about accidental slips or drops. It clicks into the lightning connector on the remote for secure attachment and easy removal. It's a wrist strap for your for your remote control that costs fifteen dollars. Yeah, and it plugs into the fucking lightning port. Yeah, uh, the remote. Remember set, when uh, Apple were praised as being the kings of design? Yeah, it, not so much these no. days. No, so now if you drop it, Apple TV remotes. Apple TV remotes have been the most lost item known to man since the beginning of their existence. Whatever I, iteration they've gone through, we cannot keep hold of them. I'm convinced never, they uh... they cease to be. Like, they just, <laughs> you know, like Biff yeah. Tannen fading away in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> That's what happens to Apple TV remotes. And this one's black. So everyone yeah. says, you, you're sitting in the dark watching a movie, and you put the remote down, and it's gone. Oh. Just gone. And when yeah. you find it and pick it up, because it's a touchpad, you inevitably fast forward the movie you're watching ah. because you can't touch it anywhere and there's no right way up etc so it, it's horrible uh, in many many ways and I'm, I'm i'm willing to guess i've never actually used uh, i i've never had the, the the joy of using a lightning uh port or a lightning connector i'm guessing it's not a locking connector it, it they're very firmly attached really okay the, I, but more I, or less so than you know USB. No, not not. Yeah, about the same. So about it's not. I wouldn't buy one of those things. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the I mean the significance of Microsoft pulling my, Minecraft from the Apple TV is uh, first of all it's the most popular game on the planet. Pretty much, yeah. People's yep. you hear the occasional oh maybe Fortnite's overtaken it. No, not by. Tens of millions of players. It's Minecraft no- has longevity on yeah. its side. You, you don't ever underestimate how big Minecraft is. And there aren't enough people playing it on this platform for them to give a shit. Yeah. Which says a lot yeah. about that platform. Also, the amount of work that is required for this version of the game to exist. Because the way iOS works, uh, you make the app and it just runs on everything. And they make a phone version and an iPad version, and they're not getting rid of those because Mm. people are playing them. So all they're doing is getting rid of the option in their software that allows this thing to work on an Apple TV. We're not talking about them making a whole other version of the game. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, do a Switch version, and that means actually making a whole new version of the game. No, it's not even that. It's probably like a fucking checkbox. (laughs) <laughs> it's like we're going to uncheck the checkbox this is not worth the bandwidth for the few people <laughs> downloading it for us to, yeah. to allow them yeah um and, this... and what's sad about this is it says that they actually ended support about a month ago but and it's taken until now for people to know realize <laughs> that's gotta hurt oh and <laughs> so what what this represents is apple's complete and total failure to capitalize 
on what could have potentially been a, a spectacular living room takeover. Nobody has been going on about nobody has been demanding um, uh, Minecraft crossplay with the Apple. No, TV no one, folks. no one has asked yeah. for that. No, yeah, that, um, that, that, yeah, that, that, that petition was non-existent. They, they have the Apple TV as a device, which is not ludicrously pr- priced. There are cheaper alternatives if you simply see it as a, a TV box. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but if you're going to think of this as something that is also a game playing device, which it is perfectly capable of technologically yeah. it's probably at least as powerful as a, as a switch right. i mean hey you get the one that does 4k hdr it can play games mm. and they totally left it i think it was when smart tvs really became a thing and a lot of the you know the functionality of the the apple tv was sucked up by you know built tvs with built-in streaming and stuff like that i think apple sort of stopped giving a shit well, that was product. that was when they sort of moved to them running apps. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine, the, the one I have is so old, it doesn't run apps. It just has the things <laughs> on it that it does. Um, whereas, you know, for the last version that's a, two, that's a That's a slogan. It just has the things on it that it does. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it just, that's what it does. You bought a thing Apple, that does that and it does it. You're going to fucking buy it. <laughs> I, so I, they've left, they've totally blown this. Yeah. And I, I think the sad truth is, and, and you know, the, you can point, you could do a, a YouTube style conspiracy video on this stuff, but I think the truth is they fucking hate games. Yeah. That's They've where I really am with made it. much of an attempt. You know, occasionally they'll be like, you know, at the, <laughs> uh, the, the last Apple press conference, they had uh, Bethesda on showing off uh, Elder Scrolls blades, but yeah. that was, you know, that's that. I think the, the, that is, they view those as apps, not games. They, I think, they hated the fact that people started to make iPhone games. I, th- I think Steve Jobs personally hated it, and that attitude a lot of stuff is, is those, ingrained. So, yeah. Um, and, and so I think they pay lip service to games now mm. that it is because, but it, it, it's obviously by far the biggest market in the App Store is is games. Yeah. So they they want them to be there, but I don't think really they want them to be there. I was uh, to say all this time you're playing games, you could be staring at your iPhone or looking at the iPhone uh, or the Apple website to buy more Apple products. Yeah. Cuz app-wise, you know, there's only so many, you know, everyone only needs one app for sort of the functional stuff. You only need one calendar app, one to-do app. You might try a few, but eventually you'll find one you want. People will happily buy the same fucking game reskinned half a dozen times and pay for each of them and pay for the microtransactions inside each of them. So it does show you how much money Apple is potentially leaving on the table. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think when the the most expensive <laughs> like the most expensive laptop you can buy from them, two thousand six hundred and ninety nine pounds in its pre configured state, the MacBook Pro. They've put a graphics card in it. And you're like, right, great, what have you put in it? A Radeon 560. Like, what? Sorry. <laughs> What's one of them? You, you've put you've put thirty <laughs> quid's worth of graphics card into it. Oh, okay. In, in, into the yeah. You, you, it, this is yeah in, into your laptop that costs two thousand seven hundred pounds. You, you've put not a, only that, but I'm I may be mistaken in this. Um, but one of the one of the ways uh, since the uh, the lightning 
uh, lightning bolt uh, connectors came out. One of the ways that you can add... Goes in tight. Three more and you win a prize. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, the, one of the ways you can add, turn a sort of a regular, even a thin and light laptop into a gaming machine is by having a uh, an external enclosure for a graphics card and connecting it via Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Or similar, you know, high bandwidth USB-C type connector. And a lot of, you know, other manufacturers are taking advantage of this. Uh, Apple have gone out of their way to not allow their MacBooks to talk to uh, the enclosures. No, 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 that's not true. Right, in in Mojave, the latest version of macOS, which came out last month, it is entirely supported in the operating system to use external graphics cards. Did they finally switch that on? (laughs) Yes. Okay. It was... There it was, was a, discovered that it was a software thing. They they, they weren't yeah. allowing it, even yeah. though it was possible. But it, it's on now. It does okay. it, and it's a thing. It comes All with it a, required there was a big, your OS. big however hmm. that comes with this. They in no way support NVIDIA cards. Ah. So if you're thinking, well, I'll get a GTX 1080 and put it in an external enclosure and Put, stick that into my MacBook Pro. No, you can't do that. They're, they're only software compatible with AMD cards. Um, hmm. So there is that. Um, yeah. Um, also, while Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt 3 is a very fast connection, it is still nothing good enough to get you the full use of a really oh, yeah. good graphics card. So you it's know, still bottlenecked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've seen many YouTube videos where people have tested. Let's put this 1080i in an external enclosure and see what we do. And you don't get anything of the performance. So no. you you're wasting a lot of your money. The reason why they like AMD stuff is because AMD are happy for them to make drivers, and Nvidia oh, is, are absolutely not happy for them to do that. I did not um, know that. And there was also an incident a few years ago with. Uh, shitty nvidia graphics cards that they put in their thing and then all the nvidia chips broke or something and nvidia refused to take any form of responsibility for it oh, intriguing. um you could go as high in your external gpu as a radeon 580 which you know which is roughly equivalent bad, to a gtx better than a 10, fucking MacBook. it's a 1060 <laughs> i would say roughly yeah. equivalent to a 1060 it's only 599 pounds plus you know, the enclosure. No, that's the whole thing. To be oh, fair. is that the whole thing? That's, right, okay. It's a Blackmagic uh, product. It's £599, and it is basically a fanless 580 that you plug into your MacBook. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't think they're interested in this at all. No, they don't seem to be. Which is fine. More money for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't have to be into it. It's fine, but it's why there's a PC over there. That's that's all I can say. Spewing out its rainbow madness. I I have to just do this to confirm to myself while I'm on their website. Is just go and look at the iMac Pro section and see what I could get that would compete with my PC graphically and how much that would cost. And yeah, it's six thousand pounds. Okay. <laughs> so you're like, okay. Uh, and it's not as good, by the way. That's a with a Radeon Pro Vega 64 graphics card. 
which is is beaten by the 1080i in basically every test I've ever seen. So, hmm. yeah, screw you, Apple. I'm I'm really <laughs> angry with them. I'm really really angry with them. Bookmark that, people. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm just so angry with them. And what what is making it worse is the more I work with Windows 10, the more I'm discovering how it's painful. I yeah. I really fucking hate Windows 10 a lot. And I'm growing to hate it more by the minute. Uh, and and I want to use macOS, but not. I'm not. I can't pay for this hardware, and either morally or the, actually, you know, just yeah. Ethically, if, that is not. Ex, uh, you know, that I I believe if there is a good place and a bad place, I believe buying. I do genuinely believe buying Apple products earns you negative points. <laughs> it, it's just to like you don't get you don't become rich enough to have that kind of money to buy that by buying pointless shit like that <laughs> you know that's just the way yeah that's a good point yeah like people who are that rich have got more sense with their money yeah. that, this know. is a lottery that's a lottery winner purchase exactly and i have thought oh yeah i'd get one if i won the lottery oh yeah but i that is my idea i would prefer to win the lottery than like to earn my money because if i just win the lottery i have no responsibility to use that money in any kind of decent way i can just buy all the stupid shit because no one will expect me to you know invest i'd buy i would say the majority of lottery winnings goes on cocaine i i would say at least a sizable chunk of it does absolutely yeah that's Cooking just... and uh, quad bikes. It always seems that that is the thing. <laughs> lottery phones. Lottery, lottery yeah. winners go on a cocaine and quad bike binge. I've never seen the quad bike appeal myself. Me I've actually never seen the cocaine appeal myself either, but, you know, whatever. Ah, you both. Yeah. I'm not here I'm to judge. Yeah. Uh, in other news, they found another Breath of the Wild glitch. Breath of the Wild glitches are fun. More so than most other like previous Zelda glitches, because with the nature of the sort of the open world and the physics based uh, gameplay of Breath of the Wild, you know, which first in the ser- you know first in the series, it, it means that the glitches can be truly ridiculous. Yes, it does. Um, I'm world breakingly so. No, I'm just what the reason why I actually link to this uh, because I mean, in in terms of there being a game glitch, I I honestly couldn't give a shit. Uh, what I thought was significant is the fact that Breath of the Wild is a game that has sold... What I'm reading here, as of February this year, an estimated 7.78 million units worldwide. Um, so it will be it will be more than that, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Now, maybe it's more 10, than I've ever sold of something. Exactly. Let, let's just, for the sake of argument, speculate at 10 million by the end of the, this year. Hmm. Um, now, that means that there have been 10 million at least 10 million people playing the game mm-hmm. and they've been playing the game for nearly two years now you know 18 18 months since it yeah. came out and this glitch was just discovered and to put it into context though there was like an ocarina of time glitch discovered this year that 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 actually just adds to my point actually yeah is what so... i'm saying is have have I? Are we being too harsh on game companies that release games with bugs in them? I think of a difference. I, I think it's weird. I think of differences between bugs and glitches. 
in a weird way. I think, you know, glitches are things you have to find. Bugs are things that happen to you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You see, do you get what I'm yeah, saying? I, yeah, a glitch I, can I, be fun. A bug never is. If you can turn <clears throat> up, you can, in some instances, turn a bug into a glitch if you find a useful way to use it. But, you know, all glitches are bugs. Not all bugs are glitches. I can accept that, that quite bug. happily. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we found our t-shirt for this show. Here we go. <laughs> I'm kind of with you on that. (laughs) A glitch is when you step off the map in this one area and there's some old artwork that they didn't use or an empty room that isn't really part of the game. That's a glitch. A bug is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. (laughs) In which I've touched wood, encountered no bugs. (laughs) I've seen all the bugs. How's Alison? Alison's had them all, yeah. I've seen all of them. They're onto system differences. They're onto version one point oh point five, and uh, it still just randomly crashes from time to time, Uh, and all kinds of weird shit going on. Most intriguing. Yeah, it's the most broken one I've seen. Um, But they're known for it. Yeah. So yeah, I just I just kind of thought like clearly there are Nintendo couldn't have been reasonably expected to have put 10 million game testers on this for 18 months before release to find all the problems in it. Yeah. Oh, and, and I don't think anyone's angry about this. It's not, you know. Oh, no, no, no. It's not game breaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I think there, you know, there is a, there is, I'm just thinking though that there is that line between this and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, and I, I just feel maybe the line is in a different place to where I used to think it was. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. We'll sag off EA for a bit. Yay! Yay! They're Although re- I am excited for this. <laughs> they're remastering Command & Conquer. Yeah, seems so. They haven't announced what... They've just said classic Command & Conquer games for the... Uh, is it the anniversary? Is it in 2020? I the anniversary know. is... Um, they're am... planning... Yeah, they... they <laughs> They put out feelers for uh, if people would be interested in the remaster of the classic Command & Conquer games, and people are interested in remasters of the classic Command & Conquer games, obviously. Are. Yeah, because the, the, the modern ones is shit. I am torn by this, because I hate EA with every yeah. fiber of my being, and I don't want to ever give them any money for anything. I mean, yep. I know that there are going to be things to tempt me, mm-hmm. mm. but I won't let them do it. I'm not yeah. buying this. Because they're EA. Yeah. And I kind of just want them to disappear now. <laughs> yes, it'd be nice if they just went away. That That's what I want to happen. I want somebody else to have a go at making a fucking football game. It's kind of just a sad reminder that EA owns these things that we used to love, and then they ruined them, but now they want to show us uh, photographs of back when we used to love them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, they're kind of the gaming equivalent of Disney in that sense. A little bit, yeah. But at least Disney bit. aren't being dicks about it. Disney hear us when we say, can you at make another Disney thing? Because we, we have cash here. We have cash. Yeah. Can we Can we have this thing? And they'll go, oh, you have cash. But here's a thing. And everybody's happy. You want Star Wars? Here's all the fucking Star Wars. Here's too much Star yes, Wars. Here's too much. We'll take that bit back. 
And we'll cancel these Solo, other bits. I, I didn't go to see Solo. It's been sitting on my card drive for like two fucking weeks, and I have no interest. <laughs> I got as far as the title card. I, uh, I got as far as it's saying Solo. Uh, it's sad like, you know what? I, I really like I Donald Glover. <laughs> Me too, but I'm not going to see him in that, unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't watch Rogue, Rogue One either. I yeah, enjoyed Rogue One. I, I was told that came up on movie news, and basically they just said, look, the only scene you need to see is the last one. Yeah. And it's on YouTube. So while we were on the show, I looked, I watched it on YouTube. It's like, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's it. I will never see that film now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Still, I'll, I'll still watch the mainstream Star Wars, but not the offshoots. And back to the subject, EA can basically just fuck off. I think that's, yeah, that's where I am with it. Like, I hate you for the fact you've got Command and Conquer, but yeah. I'm not going to they have this, they it. have the Sims, they have all these things we used to like until they ruined them. I keep, you know, as I occasionally play some old games, you know, back from the GameCube days or PS2, whatever, you will occasionally come across a, an EA game that was fun and nice and mm. has that different logo on it that they used to have. And you'll you'll just remember those days fondly. And think, what, back when they had wrong? to put in some fucking effort. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. No, it's a cough. All right. Shut well, up then. You, yeah. <laughs> Thanks anyway. <laughs> We're both that bad. So, yeah, uh, maybe they'll do it. I don't care. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I do because wonder, then uh, I don't have to. I don't have to be upset about not getting it. So, I do wonder. You know, if it came to the, the only thing I'm curious about is like the nature of a Command and Conquer remaster because you know obviously they were they used live action footage that was filmed on green screens, so they have you know terrible you know they have live action actors with live action props with horrible cg early cg backgrounds in the background in the back so it, it's the question of do you remaster that do you, do you like replace do they have the original footage to put in new green screen uh backgrounds or do you just leave it as is and upscale those horrible assets to 1080 or 4k or whatever yeah maybe they still because, have original stuff yeah because the actual gameplay, uh, the, you know, the sprites and stuff, it's been proven by other uh, things. You can easily, you know, you can make old RTS-style games look amazing by just redrawing those sprites with higher levels of detail. Uh, but it, when it comes to the the, 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 the cutscenes, I'm really interested to see what route they take. I hope they leave them just as they are. The important thing, the thing that they can't improve on is the acting. I wouldn't like them to try. No. I'm just looking at that screenshot in the PC Gamer article. The um, the Middle Eastern looking fellow. Is he that actor who's still in loads of stuff? He was in Crash and, you know, he plays, you know, the Middle Eastern guy in a lot of stuff. Hang on. What, what photo are you looking at? The one on the PC Gamer website for EA Confirms Remasters. The guy on the, the very left. I don't know. I can't really see his face, but it's entirely feasible. Now, I'm going to look this up, and I'm hopefully going to be right and therefore not racist. Uh, Crash 2004 film. Uh, no, I didn't want the Wikipedia page. I wanted the IMDb. Goddamn, you computer. Not predicting me correctly. Where is he? Oh, God. Crash was such a terrible fucking film. I just started with the Command and Conquer IMDb. Well, you do you. So many terrible, terrible things about that film. What, Crash? Yeah. Which one? Not the James Spader one. The James Spader one was awesome. 
Oh, the other, the it's the bad other to one. be racist one. The whole racists are aren't really racist. It's actually the people who aren't racist who are racists, and racism is a personal choice and not a system going back hundreds of years. I don't think it's somebody who was in crash. You two go on ahead. I'm going to be here for a we, while. We are. Don't worry. <laughs> NVIDIA releases their moon landing tech demo. Oh, that's not the news story I was expecting it to be. Really? What were you expecting? I was expecting it to be NVIDIA telling Porky's about benchmarks of new chips, but that's that's Intel. That's Intel, yes. Intel have been... What am I saying? That should be on here, actually. Let's talk about that. It's much more interesting than this thing. They've lied about their new microchips saying they were much faster than AMD chips, but when they did the benchmarks, they turned off half of the AMD chips and went, see, it's really slow. And then everybody found that out and did real benchmarks and found out these new chips aren't really all that fast altogether anyway. So that's why they lied. That's a bit dodge. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they have... the, The AMD chips have what's called gamer mode that turns off half the cores because a lot of games don't use multi-core thing, and if you turn half of them off, you can make the half you leave on run faster. Um, but that's intended for the Threadripper chips that have, like, 32 cores, not the 8-core one that they did it to. So, cheating. Mm. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Absolutely. In other news, Epic is suing YouTubers for selling oh. cheats. So we're just skipping over the NVIDIA ray tracing sorry. thing? Okay. What is, is, sorry, sorry, no, I forgot. We'll go back. Uh, yeah, well, this is the thing that NVIDIA did. I think it was like back in 2014, yeah. They put out a uh, moon landing simulation. It was using their uh, the current... It was essentially a tech dome using the the current batch of... Uh, I think it was, the, it was around then that the 10, the 10 series cards were coming out. Okay. Uh, and it was uh, it was partly done to debunk uh, moon landing truthers, who for years have looked at the photographs from of the moon landing and said light doesn't reflect in that way. He shouldn't be lit like that. It's obviously you know he's being lit from off scene by you know um, by what's his face, The Shining, Jack Nicholson, Danny Kubrick, no, Jack Kubrick. Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, Jack okay. Nicholson faked the moon landing. <laughs> he did. He, he did. did. Uh, he did. That's why he's still in work today, despite clearly giving absolutely zero fucks about anything. Uh, they just have to keep him happy so that it doesn't spill. Uh, but yeah, this funny enough, I remember this because back in the day, this was on an ep- they, uh, This was uh, featured uh, or well mentioned on an episode of MythBusters that there was a computer company putting out a uh, a demo showing how actually light reflects. You know, there's a lot of white on the moon. You you know, I know it's hard to believe, but when you look up at that big white thing in the sky, it turns out it's quite white. And the astronauts were wearing white. And light reflects quite well off white. And so that explains, you know, it showed how the photographs from their simulation matched perfectly with the photographs that were taken. Uh, so they've put, decided to re sort of re-release it now using uh, ray tracing for the new RTX cards, which... It's cool, and I suppose it gives people one more thing to test out benchmarking their rate, you know, their new 20 series cards, considering there is still nothing out there. Not a single game you can play with them. With ray tracing 
options enabled. Uh, Battlefield 5 isn't out. I will be surprised if Battlefield 5 actually launches. Or sorry, Battlefield... Is it Battlefield 5? Or did they go to 2? It's the World it's War 2 one. It's 5, isn't it? I think it's 5. I think they went, I think they went back five. to 5. Yeah. I will be surprised if ray tracing is enabled on release. I'm starting to get oh, kind yeah. of skeptical about that. Uh, considering it's still not enabled in Rise of the Tomb Raider, despite being heavily advertised and, you know, shown off. But they've baked it into this now, and it just adds even more, you know, uh, proof that moon landing truthers can ignore. Well, the easy thing to do is say it's a Buzz Aldrin, and he'll just punch you in the face if you... Uh, this is how you solve problems. Yeah, and this is how he solves problems, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the man can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants, can't he? You've been on oh, the goddamn yeah. moon, yeah. There's not many of them left, you know. I know. And, well, now Trump wants to build the Space Force. <laughs> oh, boy. So funny. He wants to build the Space Force, and he's going to make those fucking Martians pay for it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a real well. person. He's a real... <laughs> re- I have to keep reminding myself of that. Like, he really is pr- the President of the United States. Yeah. They let that happen. It's like... I've always said this about Jeremy Clarkson. I like the character of Jeremy Clarkson. I like the idea of him as a character. And then every so often I'm greeted with the unpleasant fact that that's a real guy. That's an actual human being who behaves like that in his real life. And it's like, that is not acceptable. (laughs) With Trump, I don't even have the enjoyment of liking the character of Trump. No. I've never actually laughed. Like George Bush, I kind of giggled at. <coughs> he he could be adorable sometimes. I, and, I th- uh, and I think he's becoming more so. You just have oh, to absolutely. forget the wars and shit. And oh yeah, you have to forget the millions of dead, uh, yeah. which is easy to do. Uh, well, I don't, I don't well, know. So. He's become like re- he's become like reverse Hitler because he did that. And now he just makes shit art. Yeah, yeah. But with Trump, I don't like. Whenever I see Alex Baldwin. <laughs> I believe she's doing cocaine now. I genuinely believe she's I wish I was because I and would I be feel having more out. fun. I feel uh, neglected. I'll at least be having fun rather than be a sinusy mess. Real friends, sure. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, you sadly, have my germs Sadly, then. Skype haven't come up with a sharing cocaine function yet. No, sadly. That, we need that tech. Canada, get on that Some, shit. Yeah, somebody work on that, please. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Donald Trump. I, I, whenever I see like Alec Baldwin doing an impression, I'm listening to the news. It's like, oh, don't make fun of that. That's not funny. That's a real person. I know, right? It's so weird. Yeah. And I, I, he probably doesn't believe the moon is real. Like, never mind that people have walked on it. He just looks at it and thinks, that's not real. Fake news. It's not really there. Really there. He can't own it, so it doesn't exist. He can't own it or fuck it. So that's not real. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the YouTuber that's getting sued. He looks like a twat. <laughs> Sorry. I know, I know. <laughs> He's basically selling Fortnite cheats. And Even so Justin Bieber doesn't have that haircut anymore. <laughs> All I have to say about this is, fuck you, kid. What did you yeah. think was going to happen? You dumbass. You're fucking yeah. up their game. You're ruining it for other people. They have and to his... step in and fuck you over. So this guy's defense, and it's just, it's one of those ones, it's the showcase, to, showcase of shitty defenses, is, well, 
there are other people doing this bad thing and they aren't being punished. So why am I being punished for doing this bad thing? It's because you're doing the bad thing, you stupid fuck. Yes, all murders since Jack the Ripper has really been legal. Yes, absolutely. Because they never he got he didn't get punished for it. So yeah. why why should anyone else? As long as the Zodiac killer remains free uh, uncut, and at large, yeah. why should I be punished for Janet? I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, YouTube selling cheats. Exactly. So yeah, yeah for two hundred dollars. Fuck you, kid. And it's fucking Fortnite. It's I'm a game. Just so Brandon Lucas, another two first names. Yeah, I think that's yep. worth yeah. looking. We should keep track of this. Adam to the pile. Uh, yeah, attracted 1.7 million subscribers to his golden mods with a Z, obviously, where he played modified and hacked versions, and then he sell, ran a site selling those mods and hacks. And other uh, games, it says. So, you know, if, if Epic get him then uh, maybe expect someone else to pile on yeah that would be nice uh yeah his defense i'm confused because there's about a thousand other content creators on youtube that make fortnite content uh without repercussions well, then, <laughs> well so. that's not true <laughs> yeah there may be repercussions very soon yeah so yeah absolutely you know <laughs> in the case of this isn't like you know just that someone was using the mods, which is shitty enough. He was making and selling them. Uh, it's and it's it's weird to me that you know it just shows the different kinds of intelligence that he is intelligent enough to make and sell these mods, but not intelligent enough to understand that actions have repercussions. Or making videos of him doing illegal things and then putting yeah. that on on a, a global, st- <laughs> I mean, global yeah. platform. How do people do that? If you're gonna do these things, don't make it easy to track you down. Yeah, don't be on Twitch, dickhead. Yeah, and get a haircut. The scissors broken in your house, son. Oh, <laughs> I understand that reference. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it hanging there. Good you boy. got it. That's all that yep. matters. Mm-hmm. Independent game shops told they won't get Red Dead Redemption Two until November. Ah, oh, it's gotta sting. That hurts. Oh, I, that's I, a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. I question how much... Oh, I don't know. All, I'm, all the... I'm questioning, right? All I'm mm-hmm. questioning is the negative effects it will have on independent game shops. And not that it won't have none, but that it might not have... I, I don't think well, it's an end-of-the-world scenario. Well, a lot of them, like these, this guy in the story, uh, Zach Gig, uh, has cited that he put over $3,000 of his own money into advertising the game for his independent game store. And now he's being told that he's going to have to wait, you know, a week or two. That to was actually... a bad thing to spend $3,000 on. Yeah. I, I, I would have not advertised somebody else's product with my own money. I suppose, yeah, I suppose to wait until you have, you know, a commitment of units yeah. before you start advertising. Wait until you have, you know, uh, approved stock until you start advertising, selling that stock. But well, um, what, there's a lot of speculation because this week it came out the uh, the install sizes uh, and file sizes for Red Dead Redemption 2. And oh, isn't it, is it coming on two Blu-rays? 
It's coming on two discs. Um, uh, Apparently on PlayStation 4, you're looking at about... uh, Sorry, where was it? About 150 gigs. Bloody hellfire. Yeah. So that's just install size. I don't know if there's a day one patch that adds to that. (laughs) Inevitably. Inevitably. (laughs) Uh, so apparently people are going to, you know, and unlike, uh, Call of Duty last week, there's no information, there's no, uh, word on Rockstar allowing places to break street date in order to, you know, for well, people I mean, to preload stuff. I but, highly doubt it. If they're, if they're going to the thing of like, if the main problem that they're thinking is causing this, uh, bottleneck to independent stores is the fact that it's going to be on two discs and uh, they're worried about stuff content leaks and stuff like that so i would be amazed if they if they said yeah by the way you can you can sell it early to preload i don't think that would happen in that case they're allowing digital preloads but they can you know control those (laughs) they control that um even though i wouldn't be surprised if this game took six fucking hours to install (laughs) and update and you know install the updates and download every you know God damn. I've just read the the sentence here. Between Greg's four stores, he predicts his customers would have purchased more than 1,000 copies. He said that's potentially $60,000 in lost sales. No, it fucking isn't. That's potentially a couple of grand. Do do you know how much profit these guys make off a brand new AAA game? Not much, yeah. It's single digit dollars. Yeah. And the fact that what what he's saying is they're essentially I, making about in the UK maybe five pounds per copy. Yeah, maybe. That, and that's best. And, and this is he's talking about being an independent. He's not even a chain. Yeah, you know, gamer doing badly off this, and they've got yeah. over a hundred stores still. On in his four, he wasn't going to do well off Red Dead Redemption Two. No he fucking needs to way. get on that Funko Pop bandwagon. Yeah, he does. Mm. Quite frankly. Um, and so it wasn't 60, it might have been $60,000 in revenue, but he's had to pay, he's going to pay, I bet, 50 grand for those games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, it's, that's bullshit. I, I would also argue, God, I'm being so harsh to Greg here, but. Greg's in Pennsylvania. What's he going to do? Well, yeah, I'm sorry, Greg, <laughs> yeah. but I'm I'm going to, I'm going to come and kick your butt on this a bit. If if you're still trying to run your ind- small independent game stores just on the fact that you're selling AAA games, I I don't feel that you're going to be m- very happy with the next five to ten years. Yeah, they're they're on the way out. Um, I I, I think things are going to go very badly for you very quickly, and it's not just Red Dead Redemption Two coming out a couple of weeks after main release date for you. Um, it, it's if if. I still think it's possible to run a successful independent game store. There's no fucking way I'd be selling AAA games. No, no way. You, you, not, you do the Funko Pop stuff a little bit. You'd have merchandise and stuff like that in there. Mm. But clearly the way to do it is to be retro game focused. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. And Because and, then you're competing with CEX and they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I think... A well-run independent game store in a town could out could do well against the local CEX. You know, they just have to be smart about it. Yeah, not even that smart, to be honest. I mean, look, if they if you could buy a controller from CEX, 
and for the same price you could get it from richard's game store which is just on the next street and you know that richard's game store have cleaned all the fucking dirt and filth off it from the person that had it before you (laughs) who are you gonna buy it off you know that's that's as easy as it gets i think yeah because i'd go and get the clean one (laughs) you know it's i have many problems with cex just don't rip people off don't sell fake shit don't print your own covers for games (laughs) sweep the floor every so often there are, the, you turn know, the bloody music down. So I'm turn hear the music saying. down. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Honestly, there are so many ways that you could beat CEX, especially on a store-to-store, one-on-one basis. Well, mind our local one does have the advantage of uh, of being uh, of employing a slightly camp man who just plays uh, a, a Spotify playlist of Disney musical numbers uh, all day, every day. My local CEX seem to like music that is a vocal line from one song put over another bit of music. Oh, like a mashup in Glee. Yeah. That's what they like. It's weird. Last news story. Yeah. This made Alison very angry, you know. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I read this headline and laughed. Like, that'll wind up the Achievement Hunters. And that, that, oh, then I was on her turn. You forgot that, you, yeah, you live with one. Yeah. This is a game called The Stanley Parable, yep. uh, which is out on Steam and features an, an achievement labeled Go Outside, uh, which you get by not playing the game for five years. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. I laughed so hard I choked. And, uh, yeah, it's a great little game. Lots of fun. Uh, meta narrative about games, lots of alternative endings, really funny, uh, occasionally dark, but genuinely brilliant game. And I, I believe there's also another, yeah, the unachievable achievement, which 4.4% of people have. You have, you have to actually hack the game to get that. Uh, and I believe that's the only way people have managed to get the go outside achievement before now. Yeah, right. That's how it's, yeah, that's how it's been done previously. But now you can uh, finally unlock it. Potentially, if you bought it on the day of release, October seventeenth, uh, and that was the last day you played it, then you could potentially. But for others of us, um, we're gonna have to wait a while. Yeah. And I, the I, problem is, I discovered something today. Um, a lot of some Steam games on your library have a last play beside them, a last play date. Others have a uh, purchased on date. I found the reason for the difference between these is your uh, purchase date is listed. You know, it's attached to your Steam database, you know, your Steam ID. It just keeps information on when you bought something. Your last played data is stored locally. So if you format your hard drive, move to a new computer, sign in on a new computer, it won't have the last played information. So... Oh, I know that I bought Mm. Stanley Parable back in October of 2013. I'm not sure when the last day I played it was. And if I play, if I load that game up and it's a day, you know, four years and 364 days, I'll have to wait another five years to legitimately get that achievement. This could go very wrong very quickly. This could go very wrong. I'm going to leave Fun party game. If you're at your mate's house and they own this game, just boot it up. Oh, you're a lovely man. While you're there. 
and close it. Don't say anything. Don't sit playing it. Just, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be allowed to anybody's house now. <laughs> no. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, in fact, I'm slightly dodgy about uh, talking to you on Skype while I'm loading up <laughs> to see you when Leslie Stanley S. Uh, oh, did I? Is it? Yep, the Stanley Parable. I've played 99 minutes. Game purchased the 22nd of the 10th. And does it tell you when? Okay, it tells me that I unlocked the, the oldest achievement I unlocked on it was. Uh, the 23rd of October, 2013. So, well, I'm looking forward to the show in a couple of weeks to see. I'm going to yeah. give it a month or two. I'm going to give Just it, I don't have sure. the, un, I don't have the unachievable one. I don't have, I also don't have achievement. This is an achievement. Uh, commitment, play the Stanley parable for the entire duration of a Tuesday. And <laughs> speed run, complete the Stanley parable in under four minutes and 22 seconds. Not including load times. That is a wonderful set of achievements, though. I stand it is. behind that. Yeah, wholeheartedly. I mean, the ones that I do have, uh, there's one eight 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 eight, and the description for that is eight 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 because they disable jumping. Uh, it's a great game. Genuinely brilliant. Try it out. I'm out wildy. And then uh, wait five years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm not really into PC games. <laughs> I am, though. That's the joke. I know. I oh, got it. dear. Should we do the what we've been playing bit, then? Okay. I, do you know what? I'll go first, because I'm going to be quite quick. I've got two things. One I don't have a lot to say about yet. That's Kerbal Space Program that because oh. it turned out it was on sale and I, I ian told me about it years ago and it's always sounded interesting you basically run a little space program mm -hmm. um it's adorably cute and fantastically complicated i'm about three hours in and i'm still on the tutorial i don't think you ever really complete the tutorial for kerbal space i think the whole game is just one long ass tutorial right okay but it's just you know you you just gradually learn more shit well we'll see how it goes um, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. I have tried building a couple of my own little spaceships in sandbox mode and gotten nowhere. And oh, I, absolutely. I did launch one guy just off into space. He's still up there. And, and I think I managed to get into orbit once. Right. Uh, I did not manage to successfully land from that orbit. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to getting into that some more. The reason I haven't is because American Truck Simulator is still a thing. <laughs> still uh, dominating you? Oh, so very much. Kind of want to be playing it now. <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know why. I have progressed to the point where I have bought my own truck. Uh, I have upgraded that truck. I am using that truck to drive all over the Western United States. And that's it. That's just what you do. I've learned about taking naps and stopping for petrol and that kind of thing. I'm now allowed to carry dynamite and fireworks. 
I was just about to ask, what are you yeah. licensed to to carry? Dynamite and fireworks, and I've I've put on a, a couple of the uh, mo- the what is it expensive item things, but I've gone for fuel efficiency as well. Uh, so it's just something to do. There's no end to it. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's just keep going forever. But I, I still have the goals of setting up my own garage and employing other drivers, that kind of thing. I'm still working towards something. <laughs> and I'm getting better at driving. I did have a spectacular crash the other day when I couldn't decide whether or not to get off at that exit and just instead <laughs> drove straight into the little dividing concrete thing at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you might be surprised to learn that breaks your truck. A little bit. It does. It's like what I used to do in like uh, shooters in games when I was presented with two enemy targets. Instead of picking one of the two, I would instead shoot between the two. <laughs> yeah. Splitting okay. the difference and then promptly be shot by both of them. Exactly. And so yeah. that's what I did. Don't do that if you can. Your dashboard lights up very red and you have to call <laughs> for a tow. Uh, I oh, I also got stuck in Yosemite National Park. That mm. was the thing. My, my GPS took me through it and I got halfway and there was a checkpoint and they went, oh, no commercial vehicles. You'll have to go back. Like, but that's another 12 hours of driving. What what the fuck are you talking about? It's painful. That's that's it. I continue to sit in traffic, get speeding fines, <laughs> fall asleep at the wheel, uh, and that's it. it it's it's, it's the most game. it's the most fun, boring thing I've ever done in my life. It, it's it, it's so dull, but it's <laughs> brilliant. It, it's really brilliant, and I kind of want Euro Truck Simulator now and i might i nearly got the the oregon expansion pack the other night god oh what 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 exactly what 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 it what it what it i've got stuck on a lip uh where do you have in the game what expansions you know does you have let me hang on let me bring up steam where can you haul to if i go into my library no not installed games trucks there are there are some things in it that i've got let's see arizona oh so that's part of it uh nevada oh that's all i've got and then some truck things but in terms of the dlc you can get i think it's quite vast oregon mm-hmm. new mexico heavy cargo pack wheel tuning pack steering creations pack and that like a hundred fucking skins yeah, that's that's all. Christmas paint jobs, Halloween paint jobs. Oh, actually, no. Kwanzaa I, paint jobs. Then it's is, not like they're expensive. I mean, they're a quid. Is Kwanzaa big in the trucking community? I don't know. Can you get a skin of Kwanzaa man? But I kind of want Oregon and New Mexico now. <laughs> I can go New down roads. the road to experience the wild beauty of the Beaver State. (laughs) 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 I am far too juvenile to ever go to Oregon. There's a guy, yeah, we walk the dogs uh, in the local cemetery, and there's a a grave belonging to a man whose last name is Beaverland. (laughs) And I just, I always giggle. Nearly 40 years old. Almost as funny as, uh, as the other one belonging to Angus Chisholm. <laughs> my favorite was the we to get to our local supermarket go through one and uh, my favorite one is uh a bloke called dennis and his wife who was called hepsi bar what hepsi bar yeah hepsi bar yes hepsi bar and dennis sounds like a sitcom yeah. it does <laughs> so that's been me this week really um 
I think, yeah, there's not been anything on the Switch this week. It's been a low, a slow Switch week for me. Mm. Emma? Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, yeah, this game is... I spent the first part of this week playing this game actually kind of scared of it because there's so fucking much of it. Like, um, it, there's so much to do. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, when I was starting to play, I, was, I just sort of felt overwhelmed by it. Like, there's kind of too much to do. And I was looking at the map and saying, you know, I've been at this 25 hours and I've uncovered maybe a quarter of the map. Um... And yeah, I just, it was one of those things that I saw the vast stretch of this game in front of me and I thought, I I just feel like I'm sort of spinning plates because there's so much to do in the, you know, I, I was trying to keep on top of the side quests and all the mercenary quests and the cult and all my levels and my gear and all this sort of thing. And I just sort of, and I just sort of feel like this is a kind of a cross between an admin job and, um, <laughs> You know, uh, like just I, I was like, I, I sort of was doing my head in a little bit, like sort of turn it on and go fucking hell, and have to sort of walk away from it for a minute. But now, in the last couple of days, I feel, feel like I've got on top of it now a bit, um, because my main worry was was I was trying to like say kind of keep on top of everything, yeah, and um, I sort of spent a lot of time doing side stuff, which I don't mind. But then I thought, you know, I'm kind of feel like I need to because I, what I was worried about was sort of going too far in the main story. But I sort yeah. of thought, well, I've sort of hit a point where I've done a lot of the side stuff and I'm just kind of fiddling around. So just get on with it and see where you end up. So now I've kind of done a bit more of the of the main quest. Um, it's sort of it's opened up, but now I kind of understand more what I'm doing. Right. So um, problem is, I think as well when I was sort of skimming through YouTube. I mean, obviously your recommendations come up, and because I. Watch, yeah. I've watched other Assassin's Creed videos. Of course, all the bastards who've made lots of videos about the ending of Assassin's Creed Odyssey are sort of coming up on my mentions now. And, you know, there's always things about how to get the perfect ending and all this sort of thing. And I was like, shit, I I'm, I'm, didn't even <laughs> contemplate the idea that there might be several different ways. That's right. This it. is the first Assassin's Creed game where there are multiple endings because yeah. the first one you can make choices yeah. because it's based on ancient history, which is half myth <laughs> yeah um and yeah so i was a bit like fuck i didn't even consider that i completely forgot that i wasn't going to end up at the same point like you're always doing all the other assassin's creed games so yeah i think that i sort of you know, I kind of ripped the t- ripped the plaster off and got on with a bit with the main story because i think because that was playing on my mind that i wanted to make sure that i was sort of as far as i could do on the other side bits before i kind of went to the next stage in the main the main quest uh but yeah but now i've done it and it's kind of the world up a bit more yeah. and yeah now i can sort of go places with purpose i'm not just saying around going fuck have i missed anything um yeah it's uh it's much more enjoyable now so yeah now i sort of feel like i've got my head around it a bit now you've broken um, the hump I've, yeah i've got i've sort of broken through the the mental barrier around it and i've sort of just enjoying it for what it is and yeah it's very enjoyable I'm sorry I haven't sort of experienced anything like the problems that Alison has because it's actually been pretty smooth for me. Um, there's been like a couple of little places where the textures have popped in and things like that, but that's that's games. <laughs> I'm playing on a uh, on a basic, you know, uh, Xbox first, One. Xbox One, yeah, I'm not on an S or an X. 
so um yeah uh it, but yeah i haven't you know touched wood i haven't had any crashes or major sort of weirdness or there's been a couple of things about quest not progressing and and things like that but yeah like i say that's that's something that hasn't happened to me yet and hopefully won't uh but yeah i'm i am enjoying it still and uh, i've worked out that uh, assassin's creed odyssey is the 11th assassin's creed game i've played <laughs> so it's possible i've got a problem <laughs> and you, that's pretty much all of them isn't it oh wait yeah, did I'll, you play the ds one uh, i didn't play the ones that yeah. i haven't played is i haven't played the three sky side scrolling ones yeah um the chronicles and i haven't played liberation yet i mean i own all of them but i just never played them right i was going to play liberation in the gap between um odyssey uh origins and odyssey um but i kind of ran out of time because uh other things came out in the meantime so i've got that earmarked when i'm finished with odyssey uh and i will get around to the chronicles probably hopefully kind of soon so yeah hopefully by the end of this i would have played 15 assassin's creed games and yeah the only ones i wouldn't have played are the one that came out on the ds and there was assassin's creed pirates which was a um windows 8 game right uh which is no longer available i did check i can't mm. i can't i cannot get it i mean i thought maybe it might be on the windows because i've got windows 10 machine i wondered if it might be on the uh the microsoft store somewhere but it's not so yes uh, i would have played if i get around to those other four i would have played every assassin's creed game which has come out for console essentially which is sad or i don't know what but yeah with the with the other ones yeah i've well, now not played put labels single... on these things no, no, labels no. On, yeah I was, <laughs> no, i'm just thinking about it and yeah i've played every every main release assassin's creed game now and uh yeah so 10 i've completed all of them as well so i've actually uh, beat all of them as well which is nice I am so, curious. I'm curious, but skeptical. Uh, they did say that they were going to lean in a bit more on the modern day side of the story, uh, without spoiling anything. Have they? In your so places? far, well, I mean, again, you got to remember is that I haven't progressed, especially far in the main quest. Yeah. Um, I've done. Like I say I've it's been when doing... you progress through the main quest that every so often they'll kick you out. They've popped me out the once world. so far only. Right. Only once so far, and there was a bit when I was about to go back into the Animus. I mean, because it is, I don't need to spoil to say it's Layla from Origins, yeah. who you're, you, you, yeah. Um, basically, uh, one of the characters says to her, you're not going to be, we know, are you sure you've done everything you want to do? Because you're not going to be back for a while. Right. I was like, okay, game, I got you, sort of thing. <laughs> Does, so I sort of there, made sure um, I read all the emails and stuff, so. Is there yet another uh, Animus, uh, in-game Animus update that allows, that explains in-world why you're able to make decisions now? Um, they haven't really gone much into uh, why, why as such the animus is, is sort of the way it is. I mean, the only one, the only way they sort of explain it is because it's her kind of homebrew yeah, animus. Yeah, the one she took from Abstergo and yeah, sort of yeah. hacked. Hacked, yeah. So yeah. she sort of hacked it again, essentially. Right. And also they, they sort of mention that because they're going a long, sort of a long way back with sort of quite indistinct DNA. Yeah. It's cut. It might be a bit jank is essentially what they're, what they're kind of saying in this right. one. So yeah, but because, so I'm way, I mean, cause as always with, with um, Assassin's Creed games, there's nine sequences as they call it, or episodes now they rather than sequences. Right. Um, I've just beat secret episode four. Right. So I'm way, way off mm. any potential, uh ending and uh yeah so where i am now i've so you have that the other system they have is the mercenaries so if you do naughty things in the world you they get the people will put a bounty on you 
and they, that basically sends a missios or a, uh, which is what you are in the game uh, a mercenary after you um and then when you kill them you then basically there's like different tiers of mercenaries and when you kill one ones at your level or higher you then go up the tiers you start as tier nine and then uh, you could go up to be you know the ultimate mercenary essentially the tier one mercenary of which is one um so i'm a, like i'm on tier i'm a tier seven mercenary now um there's a cult of cosmos it's called which is sort of like a another sort of like in origins it's kind of a prototype templar right. organization which is essentially at the moment as i understand it is what the cult of cosmos is um so i've wiped out maybe a quarter of them and there's a lot of those guys in the right. world. And basically what it is, is you, as you progress and as you sort of go and do side bits and go and look in tombs and, um, you know, pick up artifacts in the world, then you, as some of those are clues to who is a member of the cult. And then it basically says, you know, yeah, you gather the clues, you can unveil them and then you can go and find them in the world and then shank them and then, uh, you know, gradually wipe them out. I'm so, guessing that because you're uh, because you get to choose a side between yeah. the you know between Sparta or uh, Athens. Athens. Oh, so Sparta and Athens, yeah. Yeah, so I'm guessing you have a choice of your targets. Then you can sort of take out no, the Spartan targets or the. Well, basically, how because the cult of Cosmos are entirely removed oh, they're separate. from, the, from right. they're separate from the Peloponnesian War stuff. <laughs> What's interesting is, you know, I haven't even got to the point where I'm going to have to maybe choose between Sparta and Athens, but because at the moment I'm kind of not doing much of that because there's this whole mechanic as well where you can different parts of greece are controlled by either the athenians or the spartans right. and you can basically you know raid camps and kill commanders and stuff and undermine the control of one of the factions and then you can fight a land battle to either conquer it or defend it yeah. um so at the moment because the game isn't saying to me you need to pick this or that i'm kind of not doing it because playing both sides some, i am playing both sides at the moment because basically some of the people who give me quests are spartan and some of them are athenian what i don't want to do because like i say i don't really right. know how much of an impact it is what i don't want to do is kind of go mental fighting for one side and then it cuts off locks you a out load yeah. of quests. it locks me out of quests or i have to do a lot of work to kind of redress the balance and then quests will unlock again uh because like i say i'm getting quests from both sides so at the moment because the game isn't saying to me you need to pick i'm not picking you're playing the doing... ultimate mercenary <laughs> yeah well because that's what i am yeah. missio so i mean that's what my job is you know someone says here's some money go kill some spartans i'm like easy cool here's some money go kill some athenians marvelous I sweet. Do both. <laughs> sweet yeah so but from what i can gather so far some of the main story is based... I mean, Athens is kind of the big city hub that I've got to so far. So pissing off Athens seems like a bad choice right now. Right. Um, especially as the guy who's the leader is people who, someone who's giving me main story quests. So killing him seems like a bad move. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know if the game is going to say to me, you need to pick at some point, but I just think until the game makes me, there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of yeah. sense in doing a lot of busy work for not a lot of game. Yeah, no, there's no it, need. So. Yeah, no need to piss anyone off just yet. Yeah, or well, no one's you know no one's saying to me the Peloponnesian War is is a massive problem. I mean the the problem in the game is the cult, not so much the war at the moment is kind of incidental. Um, but like who I say, was it, that might who be... was it that said you know they were being given the light the last rites on their deathbed? 
They were asked, do you renounce Satan? And they said, well, there's no need to make enemies at this point. Well, true. This is basically it, yeah. So, obviously, I think as Alison's a lot further on than me, Rich may have opinions that I... She, she I, is... I, I mean, I have no opinions about the game. I haven't played it, and I, I rarely yeah. look up at these. They're not, they're not the most interesting games to watch played. They're certainly no. not Yakuza. Yeah, that's no, I mean, a different kind of um, spectacle. If, if you're watching me play, it's a lot of me sitting in bushes. Waiting yeah, for people there, to walk there's by a me. lot of that yeah. going on, but she is nearly 80 hours into it. Yeah, so she is considerably further on than me. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of... At the moment, I'm sort of happy to leave things fairly in the middle and just sort of see how you know how see how things develop at the moment there's kind of no need to go heavily one or the other you know i'll do the quests that's like kill this guy kill that guy. that's not a big deal in the whole scheme of things so uh yeah the main the main quest is mostly about yourself your family the cult the this the that um because I the, do remember, the more you know, stuff is is side quest stuff it did sound a little bit like uh you remember the beginning of uh skyrim yeah, the way they're like, you know, that you have a, the opportunity that you're arrested by the Imperials who yeah. potentially falsely and they decide to behead you despite the fact that they have no real proof. And then the dragon attacks and the Imperials are like side with us. And then, you know, the Stormcloaks are like, no, side with us. And everybody sides with the Stormcloaks because they weren't about to cut your fucking head off. It kind of sounded to me like that was going to be the thing with Odyssey because it's like the Spartans threw you off a fucking mountain when you were yeah. a baby. <laughs> no, you know, you have to choose between Athens and Sparta, but it sounds a bit more balanced than that. Yeah, I mean, because I think that if you were really sort of doing the role play thing, you could really go down that route of... Fuck yeah, you, fuck guys. Sparta. Yeah, so, but the interesting thing is... Historically. Sparta, historically, Sparta won the Peloponnesian War. The yeah. didn't. So it's... I wonder you know. if, yeah, you know, I wonder if you can change that. I wonder if there's going to be references to that if you choose to side with the Spartans. I wonder if you can, or if you choose to side with the Athenians. I wonder if you can make them win and like have someone in the real world be like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's not a, like a case of, oh, well, never mind. It's like a, a, a minor regional war. Yeah, there that thing is, had long reaching consequences. Is, some extremely long-reaching consequences for Sparta winning the Peloponnesian War. It's not an underestimation to say that the entire way that Western civilization is could have changed if Athens had won the, the Peloponnesian War. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is a... It kind of reminds me of, you know, in Metal Gear Solid 3, because, <laughs> you know, if you kill Revolver Ocelot, and then yeah. you get that, you know, it basically Paradox. breaks time. Yeah. yeah, so like the game just explodes, sort of thing, and you have yeah. to start again. You know, have to go back to your last checkpoint. Um, I'd like to say I have wondered that as well. That yeah. you know, are they It'll just going to hand wave it and say, yeah. you know, well, we that's how we thought. Uh, you know, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm. Be- I feel like in terms of the scope of this game, which I think I could potentially end up playing for longer than I played some of the fallouts which would be in the 170-hour range easily. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, this is... I'm I'm scratching at the surface currently. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll see where I am in a couple of weeks' time and uh, I have more of an opinion <laughs> on, you know, whether whether the, the, the war stuff is... Because, I mean, the, the whole advertising... We'll for this see game, what happens if history suddenly shifts. Changes, yeah. yeah. I mean, because... The, the the advertising for the game is very much sort of like you know 
decide the the destiny of Greece, Sparta or Athens. But my experience so far is you can basically not worry about it. Okay. The game doesn't force you to go like go and fight a load of land battles and go. You know, it's mostly just get yelled at by the Oracle of Delphi and get pissed off with Socrates. He's a wanker for a start. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because obviously it's it's good game design, but the, you know the game sort of has quests where you have to go and have a philosophical chat with Socrates, and most of it, I was just going, "Oh, shut the fuck up, you pretentious dickhead!" Yeah. Can I can I just ask, is there anyone else that cannot hear the name Socrates and not hear Keanu Reeves saying, "All yeah. we are is dust in the wind, dude"? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, Every time. Well. I only discovered I this week. Call him Hippocrates. Yeah, <laughs> I only discovered this week that there was a Bill and Ted TV show. Yeah, there was. Not, not the animated one. A live action yep. Bill and Ted yep. Excellent Adventures TV show. And it is awful. Oh, yeah. Wonderfully yeah, awful. Yeah. yeah, I remember that show. Uh, yeah, I went all this time without realizing that. It's really but, bad. Uh, There's no reason to see it unless you would just want to watch there... some shit television. Oh, God. Now I'm wondering if there's a Bill and Ted Easter egg. They, they've missed a trick if there is not a Bill and Ted Easter egg in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I'll say I'm. A I phone must say, somewhere, uh, you know. Yeah, you've actually reminded me of what I wanted to say about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, that is quite interesting in the just myself because I don't play a lot of RPGs, but the ones I do play, I sort of you know, I get into. But yeah. what I sort of notice about myself playing Odyssey is that I'm shagging everything that moves in this game. Good girl. Yeah, you would enjoy Mass Effect. And um, but I don't normally do that. <laughs> Really? I mean, because when, yeah, because in Fallout 4, you can romance companions. But because I my character was married, I felt guilty <laughs> about cheating on my playing. dead frozen husband. With... Whereas, whereas now you're role-playing as a Greek. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm literally... There's one... There's basically this big, long quest to go and kill a load of uh, sort of mystical beasts, basically. And most of the reason I'm doing it is because I'm, I'm trying to shag one of the daughters of Artemis. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> That's yeah, an right. interesting decision to, on my part. <laughs> Food Rick and Morty, Greece, places famous for their sexually aggressive people. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, I'm really hot also, so... Why oh, she I? is. She is Cassandra yeah. is properly fit. Yeah. So, so that's that, been me. Yes, that's, that's been me in Assassin's Creed Odyssey so far, uh, so yes. I, okay, well, I've been playing a bit more uh, God of War. Um, nice. I managed to work through. I've, I think I've broken through a bit of a hump where I've gotten powerful enough weapon uh, weapons and attacks and gear, where the I'm not dying as much. Uh, the combat's still it's not really fun, but it's no longer super frustrating. Except every so often, the, the game does a thing where it tells you, you know, get, uh, like in Assassin's Creed Origins, and I'm assuming now uh, Odyssey, enemies have levels. So you can look at an enemy and see, oh, he's X many levels ahead of me. I'm either going to have to really prepare for this or come back for it at a later time. Uh, uh, God of War does the exact same thing. Problem is, you can't see an enemy's level until you start a fight with them. Ah, at which point, problem. very often, it becomes impossible to run away. The doors won't open. You can run over to the door that you came in through. It won't open until that fucker is dead. Uh, and the game, this, this is particularly annoying because the game does go out of its way on like loading screens to say, remember, you can come back to difficult fights at any time. It's like, well, no, I can't. Well, I can technically, but only by dying first. 
So it, it leads to you jumping into encounters where it's like, where it's very apparent. Oh, I'm not going to win this. I just have to wait to die now. And then when it reloads, I can walk away. Um, but what's irritating is that even with those uh, levels in mind, the, the fights, the levels tell you what an enemy's level is, but it doesn't actually give you a good idea of the fights level because all, a lot of the time you're facing multiple enemies. And even though you could beat one of them because they're all together, uh, it becomes nigh impossible. I actually hurt myself this week. Uh, thanks to God of War. I played a particularly annoying fight about 10 to 15 times constantly because I was constantly almost winning and it was against an enemy who can summon other enemies. Uh, so no matter, and you know, every time you beat the enemies that she summoned, she summons five more. So you're constantly caught between crowd control, trying not to get just absolutely slaughtered. Uh, but you can't just focus on her. And I got so angry that I, tensed my neck and something went wrong oh i've done that before it's really annoying just something you know i heard a little click and oh, uh, something man. something went wrong so um uh yeah i had to put it down and walk you know the next day i loaded up and i just walked away from that fight so the combat is still super annoying i realized what they were what they've been trying to do uh a lot of, uh, an inspiration that they obviously took was uh, dark souls with the idea of uh, in order to win, a lot of times you have to learn an enemy's patterns and learn when to dodge, learn what kind of attacks that this enemy is uh, vulnerable to, and you know, sort of intelligently identify and treat you know fights tactically. The problem is Dark Souls, uh, sort of infamously, it never makes you fight that many enemies at once, and you can always control the battlefield pretty well. God of War just throws so many enemies at you at a single fight and there's it's difficult to differentiate between them the tactics for beating each one is difficult it's just it, it continues to be a mess Irrita almost irritating though the story is really good and the characters are really good and i'm so into this you know it's going in interesting directions and i love the dynamic between kratos and atreus and uh, i picked up uh mimir the the smartest man alive I've, I have noticed, I looked into things, it's playing pretty fast and loose with, uh, with Norse mythology. Mm -hmm. It's sort of, you know, it, it, because God of War's general attitude is gods are bad. Gods are dicks. Which kind of fits with both, you know, the Greek and Norse uh, ideas of what a god is. You know, a god is essentially just a person with incredible powers. And more often than not, you pray to them to try to make it so that they don't kill you rather than, you know, actually praying for them to do good things for you. But um, I've only, so far in the story, I have only killed one god, and it was a demigod. So I'm still waiting. It, it, from where the story is aiming, it looks like this game might be building up to the big sort of enemy Alpheus being Thor. Mm. And uh, it's it's just so interesting in a, in a, in a world where, we're, where, you know, everyone's mainstream touchstone for the concept of Thor is Chris Hemsworth. And he's lovely. <laughs> and this version of Thor is much closer to, you know, the the mythology mythological version of Thor, who isn't really lovely. No, he's not, no. He's a bit of a dick. He's a bit of an asshole. But, um, yeah, I'm going to continue to play that. I also got, um, I was quite pleased to find, I got the, uh, I got a free copy of Mark of the Ninja remastered. Oh, nice. 
Yep, this, this was a game I played it back on uh, the Xbox 360 when it first came out. It's one of the best. It's a 2D sort of stealth platform game uh, where you play as a ninja. And uh, it's easily one of the best ever made. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And they've just done a remastered version. And anyone who bought the PC version with its DLC got uh, a free copy of the remastered version. Uh, added to their Steam library this week. The remastered, they, all they did, it includes all the DLC, and they've completely, uh, the original game, even on PC, was like 720. It ran at 720. Right. Whereas the remastered version, they redrew and re-exported all the assets and the cutscenes uh, for up to 4K. Uh, I think they did redid the sound, the, 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 the audio in 5.1 surround as well, and uh, they even sort of reanimated some stuff uh, in order to make it look good on bigger displays so i'm i'm mad keen to jump into that as well it's not a it's not an overly long game either so uh, i'm gonna do that surprising amount of hostility towards it on uh, the steam sort of discussion boards a lot of people like why should i why should i buy this it's just an up it's just better graphics and it's like yeah if you don't care about that don't buy it I'm like well i won't then but i feel it's <laughs> shitty it's shitty for them to want me to pay for better graphics. It's like, is it? Is they, it though? They did do all that work and everything. So. They did a bunch of work, to, you know, and it's a fiver. Even if you know, if you if you don't own the original version, it's a fiver for one of the best stealth games ever made. In many people's opinion, people are fucking assholes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only other thing I did this week, and it's only slightly, it's. It, it's PC thing. It's a PC thing I did. Um, I did something that some would consider unnatural. Uh, right. I now have two drives in my computer with the drive letters A and B. Why? What are you? Why? What are you doing with them? I. Why don't you do it? What What drives have you got? I put I I, uh, I I reinstalled the disk drive and I re- and I looked at it and I thought why don't we use drives A and B? Why does your computer start with drive C? Well, because originally A was your floppy, and B was all your secondary floppy. Yeah, but I don't have floppy drives anymore, Rich. Do you? Well, no. So why don't you have an A drive and a B drive? I don't know why Windows still uses fucking letters for drive names anyway, Mike. I'm not the person to ask this question, really. It's all bollocks to me. <laughs> well, I know I have an A drive and a B drive. They're both uh, they're both disk drives. So the, the hard drive that's recording this show is called Macintosh hard drive. That's what it's called. Why is it still called Macintosh hard drive? I don't know. Actually. They haven't been called Macintoshes for years. I, you're absolutely right. I don't know. You're not, you know, you're not doing this on a Macintosh Pro. Let me double check a, that it actually or is an iMacintosh. Hang on, how do I? Yeah, Macintosh HD. That's what they're all called. It's just so weird the ha- the, the hangovers from like the old days of computing. Yeah, <coughs> with a space because OS ten can. Oh, sorry, Mac OS can deal with that. As can. Windows? Oh, it gets fucked up so easily, though. It just gets, <laughs> oh, it doesn't take anything to trip it up. <laughs> it, it's just painful. It's just painful. Well, I'm happy with my 
two disk drives and my local disk and my three storage drives all contained within one device. I have nothing to put in a drive. I have too much stuff. That's that's the thing. What am I going to put in a drive? I I don't know. I don't have any disks of anything, and I'm not I'm not buying any anytime. Well, this soon. is the thing. I have a bunch of old DVDs. Uh, a lot of them which are you know sort of great British comedy things. You know, uh, all of Chris Morris's show uh, shows. Look around you. Faulty Towers. Father Ted. Uh, all those, and I have them on disc. But I realized I don't watch them anymore because I have them all on disc. So I was gonna download them via torrents, which I can do because I have the discs, but all of the versions were shit quality and didn't have any of the bonus features that you get on the DVDs, so I realized, hold on, I have the discs, and I have disc drives. I can rip these things at the quality which I want, and get all the special features I want, and the audio commentaries and everything, so that's what I've been doing. (laughs) I've been ripping Black Books and The Mighty Bush onto my hard drive. Oh, they're all on Netflix and stuff though, aren't they? I want them. I want them on my thing. Fair enough. Is that us for this week, then? Pretty much. Cool. I'm starving. It's ten past eleven. Bloody <laughs> hell. I Thank have a car. For... I could go and get food now. Not for me, though. That's no good to me. No, I would have to get a ferry or something. I can't wait that long. No. I Thank can't you. afford it. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show and us talking about gaming news and gaming-related gaming news accessories. Whatever. I sell gaming news and gaming news related accessories. Yeah. <laughs> Been watching That's another thing. I have all of King of the Hill on my hard drive. I, I do you know what I ended up buying them? Uh Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh annoyingly I have seasons one to three on uh, Amazon Prime and oh, the rest the on, thing? on iTunes. Oh god. Yeah. Drives me fucking mental. And you <laughs> what is worse is you can't buy them anymore so if i decided to really just, yeah they're not available for sale uh, which is so for i would i would actually just get the remaining seasons on on the apple store but you can't it's not for sale frustrating uh, we're digressing a lot i need to end the show and eat food everybody out there hello uh thank you yeah i've said all that <laughs> bit uh, if you're just news, tuning in just where the fuck in, have you been it's the end. It's too late now, and it's a podcast. How are you just tuning into the end bit? I know you've done it wrong. Wind back. That <laughs> you don't even do that anymore. That's how old I am. I wind things back. Um, <laughs> go and check out our website, simplysyndicated.com, where we keep all our other podcasts, and where you can subscribe to simply everything that gives you our back catalogue of millions of shows, literally millions and millions of them. And this show without adverts on it, and all the other shows without adverts on them as well. Uh, so that's the thing that you can do just, if you want. What? I love the idea that someone would pay to advertise during something that features me. It happens. It's bizarre. It's happened. It's happening now. In oh. fact, after the show ends, there's going to be a post-roll ad. Freakish. I know. I was. It's only. It's just proof positive that they don't actually listen to this shit. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think people s- switch off as soon as we say, "Well, that's us for this week." They don't want to oh, hear absolutely. this bit. Those people are evil or something. I don't know. They must have on this great they, banter. They smell of farts. Those people. This banter that is—I mean, it's so good that it, 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 it suspiciously it might be scripted. We are better than anything the current that the BBC are currently putting out. I guarantee. It. I I consider myself to be a modern day Armando Iannucci. Isn't 
I'm under an uh, Anyway, so thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week as we ponder what Mike has just said. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Dude's like 50. He's nearly dead. He's modern day, though. He's, he's alive now. I was going to say, he's not from Victorian times. He started in the 80s. That's but he's so still going. <laughs> even if, even if he one. died tonight, it would still be a long time before you couldn't describe <laughs> him as modern day. <laughs> God.